Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 122, and it is titled, The Right Way to Go Down on Her, How to Eat Pussy Like a Pro. (laughs) Oh, do we have a show for you today? (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. Well, okay, two things. The first one is that, uh, you know, as entrepreneurs who like to give our audience what they want, we can clearly see in our demographics that anytime we really talk about like real sex stuff, people love it. So we thought we would do something that I know a lot of people have been asking for. That's the first thing. The second thing is that if uh, you listened to, uh, was it our last episode? Or One two, before last? One, yeah. Yeah, two, two episodes ago when we had uh, Eric Everhart on. Um, we were in prepping for that. We were reading through his book. And his book has a chapter on giving oral to a woman. So Celine's reading this in preparation for, you know, creating interview questions and all that. And she says to me one day, she goes, I've been reading this chapter. And did you know this? And did you know that? And I'm just kind of sitting over there, like, you know, quiet, listening to her, letting her tell me what she's learned from reading this. And then when she's done, I just looked at her and I said, what do you think I'm doing every time I go down on you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yes, of course I know that. I do this all the time. (laughs) So that... That got us sort of wondering and thinking like, okay, actually, maybe a lot of people don't know this stuff. Mm -hmm. So we have to credit Eric with giving us the inspiration for saying, hey, you know, we should do a whole episode on this because I think a lot of people are kind of like you. Like, did you know, you know? Mm -hmm. So we we just want to pass on what we know about this subject. And I will mention that Kevin is definitely more of the subject expert in the matter, you know, so we'll defer to his better judgment, but I will give it to you from the woman's perspective, especially if you've ever wondered, like, what does she think? What happens in her head? Do women like oral? I'll tell you what I like. Of course, it doesn't mean that every woman thinks like me, but it will give you a little inside look-see into a woman's mind. Absolutely. You are almost certain to learn a bunch here. (laughs) I can almost guarantee that. But before we get started, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Master Ray. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men, whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there will be something for you at powerandmastery.com. Okay, so I had to split this up into a couple of sections, rather than (laughs) just saying, all right, here's the 10 things that you got to do, right? I had to split it up into some sections because we need to talk about some things separately. Number one, preparation. (laughs) Okay, and so there's probably already there's some people rolling their eyes going, really? Like, really? Like, you know, giving oral isn't enough. Like, what do I got to do now? You know, trust me, trust me, trust me. We are dealing with women here, okay? It's all about the preparation. 
All right, maybe not all about the preparation, but it's largely about the preparation. So. Yeah, and you're working against our diffuse awareness. So as guy, you tend to be more singularly focused and you can focus on one thing. We are gifted with um, multiple aware- diffuse awareness, which allows us to focus on so many different things at once. And as you'll hear later in this episode, this can get against us during oral. So remember that, that you have that going against you. And so if you can help with some good preparation, it can help us let go of a lot of the mental chatter. Okay. So number one, if you want to really be good at going down on a woman, you have to want to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to actually really enjoy doing it. And we actually talk about this in our sexual mastery program a little bit as well. But you really have to, you have to want to do it. You have to be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to do this. <laughs> right? Because if you're in that mindset of like, ugh. God, I really don't like this. I really don't want to do it. Like, it's such a chore. Like, my tongue cramps up. And it's it just is not funky. fun. Like, <laughs> if that's where you're coming from, you will never be good at it. Mm-hmm. Period. You will never be good at it. It's like anything else. You ever listen to a musician who maybe is, like, amazingly technically proficient? Like, every note is crystal clear and just awesome sounding. But their music leaves you completely uninspired because it doesn't have the soul. It doesn't have the heart. It doesn't have the love behind it. They're just like robots, you know, a computer could do that, right? What makes music amazing and beautiful to our ear and stirs our soul is the person that's behind it playing it. It is the same thing when you are giving oral sex. You just have to love it and want to do it and give it that love, that energy, that that goes so far, even if your technique isn't that good or you don't have any of the other, you know, 20 things we're going to talk about. Just that alone will make you better at oral sex than most people. And also be realistic with your own expectations. If you've never gone down on a woman, don't expect to just be super good at it right away. We have we deal with clients who are late like blooming bloomers and like still virgin really late and that's one of the thing that we always mention is you can't expect to be a master at something you haven't practiced at so be gentle with yourself and be okay that maybe you just need more practice or so just do it often yes practice does make perfect mm-hmm. well actually perfect practice makes perfect but you keep practicing until you get it perfect and then you keep doing it perfectly over and over and over again anyway that, that's, that's an aside so let's so go to number two. two you should offer and not wait to be asked and let me tell you that it's kind of like you with a blow job you want her to just give it to you and you want her to want it right and you would love for her to just walk into the room and say mm, pull down your pants i want to go down on you it works the same in reverse. There's something about your man walking towards you and be like, oh, I want to eat you alive. I want you to come in my mouth or anything like this. That is so hot. And I'm getting Kevin turned on. I'm seeing his eyes like this. And I should start to look. Is there a boner coming up soon here? <laughs> Oops, sorry. Hit the table. <laughs> Well, yeah. And so, you know, guys, think about it, right? 
if you're the, always the one asking to get a blowjob, you start to kind of not feel good about it, mm-hmm. right? You're like, I don't want to be the one to have to always ask. You want her to just do it sometimes. So it absolutely goes both ways. Um, just volunteer it. Just say, hey, you know what? And sometimes, uh, well, if I know that we are about to make love, sometimes I'll just grab you and just go down. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to ask and say, do you want it? You mm-hmm. know? Of course, we have that agreement, right? We've discussed all of these things already, so I'm not forcing anything on her. But, but yeah, you have to definitely uh, just offer to do it. Our tip number three is you want to make her comfortable so that she can really relax and get into her body. So remember when I was talking about the diffuse uh, awareness where we think about a million things. So usually we still tensed up in our head, in our bodies. And if we can't just really let go, it's going to be difficult. And... That kind of like brings up the position idea in terms of then how should she be? Should she be laying down on her back or like should she be on top? And I don't think there's one position that's better than the other because everybody is different and some women will be able to relax more in one way or the other. But I do think that... Being really flat on your back gives you a little bit more leeway to fully relax rather than having to tense up your legs if you're on top. But again, everyone is different. So you should just be curious in asking her what position allows you to relax most. And then I also want to add that when we talk about being comfortable, it goes the same for you. Because if you are uncomfortable, your tongue will transmit some of that tension and she could feel it. It's not specifically on the physical, more on the energy, but there's something. If you give a massage, touch, or licking to somebody and there is tension in your body, you will be giving that through your touch. So think about it both ways. Both of you need to be comfortable. If you have a choice, if you both can't be comfortable and you have a choice, she needs to be comfortable. (laughs) That's just the way it is. Sorry, guys. Tough it up cowboy up, whatever you want to call it, right? (laughs) (laughs) But the point is she needs to be comfortable because she's never going to relax. And if a woman cannot relax into any sexual act, she's not likely to have an orgasm. So you just, you got to make her comfortable so she can relax. Let's talk about expectations. And so this is a big one. If you can make sure that she understands that you have no expectations, meaning she doesn't have to orgasm or uh, she doesn't have to give back, that would go a long way. And I'll come back into what goes on in our head when we receive oral and in terms of expectation. But you can't say it enough. Kevin and I have been together just about five years now, and I still love to hear those things out loud because it helps me to relax and let go. So be very willing to give with no agenda, no expectations, and don't put pressure on her. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, the thing is, you have to think of it like like a gift, Right. So you don't give a gift expecting the same gift back again because otherwise you would just buy it for yourself and <laughs> she would just buy it for herself. Yeah, right? but it's a little hard to give yourself orals. So you kind of do need somebody. I've tried for years to develop my flexibility, but I'm still at least a good foot away it's from it. It's a metaphor. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a metaphor. <laughs> but the idea is is that you're giving it without the expectation of anything in return, <laughs> right? And that will... Th- just doing that alone will literally help her relax into being able to just receive. That way she's not thinking about, 
oh, but okay, you know, if, as soon as he's done, then I'm going to have to do this, or I'm going to mm-hmm. have to do that, and I'm not ready for, you know, I'm not in the mood. Like, it'll take all of that out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about number five, Kevin. I think you should bring that up. <laughs> Oral sex does not have to lead to penetration sex, right? Here's another thing about getting her to be able to relax and receive and really enjoy it is the fact that she knows that there doesn't have to be anything else. So not only does she not have to then give you a blowjob, but she also is not required to give you sex. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she just enjoys it just like you do. I mean, think, think just for a minute like a guy, right? I mean, you are a guy, so you should be thinking like a guy. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but think of it like this, right? You would love to just randomly in the middle of the day get a blowjob. And you're like, sweet, that was a blowjob. I didn't need anything else. That was awesome. Great. Boom. Done. I'm out of here. On to the next thing, right? Women actually sometimes like that too. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to have to, oh, if, if he goes down on me, then we have to do the whole sex thing, and then I'm going to need a shower, and then my hair is going to be mad, and then it's like, ah, uh, right? Just take all that out of the equation. Okay, I can't wait to get into the mental things. You're starting to hint at that, but you had one more thing that I think you should also bring because... You know, if it comes from you, it would make it would be more meaningful, Kevin. Because <laughs> if I say that, they'd be like, she's just selfish, you know? So I'm like, no, it's from a guy's mouth. That's right. Well, yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> okay. It is absolutely uh, from my mouth. I So <laughs> how we prepared these show notes is I sat down and I wrote out everything I could think of from my point of view of what I think really works. And then I gave it to Celine and I said, fill in anything that I missed. Like, <laughs> like what, is there something that you need or you want or whatever that I haven't included in here? Please, please put that in there. So, um, yeah, the basic flow is, is how my mind thinks about oral sex. And then you've added the little touches and details in there. Actually, you added the whole mental section, too. So anyway, you don't need to know our whole process for creating show notes. <laughs> but I was just saying that mostly to say that... that these aren't necessarily requests that that a woman is making saying, guys, you better learn this. Like this is literally stuff that I do that she likes. Okay, so number six, be prepared to go for however long works for both of you. Now, I, I sort of like, sometimes I get tired of saying it, but I know I have to keep saying it, which is that when you look at the studies on how long it takes men how long men last, and how long it takes women to have an orgasm, right? We've said this probably, we've done 122 shows now. We've probably said it in 100 of them. <laughs> but, but you know, you know, they did a couple different studies, and in, in, uh, the, the times were slightly different. But they said men, three to five minutes or five to seven minutes takes them before they actually have an ejaculation. Women, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, right? So we've talked about this all the time. But that's important to understand also when you're giving a woman oral sex. If you, give, if you go down on her for five minutes, it's probably not going to do a whole lot for her. Like maybe <laughs> if she's already horny and she's already like wants to have sex. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you're going to have to go longer. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote it like... For however long works for both of you, obviously, because if your your tongue cramps out on you or your back goes out or something like that, obviously, you know, it's not going to work real well. But the basic idea is that understand that she's a woman. She needs her fire stoked a little bit. 
She needs a little bit more time. So be prepared to be down there for a little while. So finally, we're coming on to the mental thing that I was so excited to bring forward because I think your biggest enemy when it comes down to going down on a woman is her brain, is her mental things, what's happening there. Let me tell you what most women think at first, especially when they haven't fully learned to understand their body, to fully let go, to be comfortable with the person. So, uh, and even if you are comfortable, it's still things that we deal with. Am I taking too long? Am I okay? Am I normal? Oh my gosh, he must be so tired. Do I taste it's okay? Man, was, when was the last time I showered? Oh my gosh, I hope it's okay. Please tell me it's okay. Please tell me he likes it and that he likes how I taste because I know, I mean, I, I think it is. Shit. When did I wax last? I mean, am I shaven? Is it okay? Is it smooth? Does he like it? Oh, how about the laundry? Did I forget that load in, in the washer? Oh, man, I'm going to go do this. And I need to do this, um, go shopping for grocery tomorrow. No kidding. These are a ton of the thoughts that happen for us. So what can you do? Because honestly, there's not really anything you can do to stop that. And that's more of her thing. But let me tell you what can help her. Give her reassurance. It doesn't matter how many times you've gone down on her and that she knows you love her, you love her pussy and how she tastes and looks. Tell her every single time. Tell her soon at the beginning, because the sooner you tell her, the easier it will be for her to relax. So look at her pussy, find something you find beautiful that day, let her know how much you love how she tastes, and tell her, take your time. These three words will be like bliss to her ears. These three words will help her go a long way and come and come and come again for you. yeah absolutely and so now that you've heard sort of the mental stuff that goes on there you understand why that whole preparation phase that we just gave you is so important Mm -hmm. because all of that preparation stuff helps ease all of that mental stuff that's going on in the head and will really allow her to sit back relax enjoy Mm -hmm. and if she can do that She's going to then think you are the greatest ever at oral sex. Mm-hmm. And, well, and while I've shared some of my oral sex stories on many shows, and if you've been listening to the Love Lab podcast for a while, you've heard bits and pieces or maybe the full story. So I'm not going to do the whole thing today again, but I'll give you the cliff notes in terms of I discovered my clit when I was about 23 or 24. I had vaginal orgasms before I had clit orgasms. I never enjoyed oral sex. I felt that it wasn't getting me anywhere because I had not really developed the pathways, the understanding of my clitoris. I mean, it felt good, but I was like, boy, it's boring. Let's move on to something so much more interesting. I had had orgasms from oral sex twice before I met Kevin in all the years that I had had uh, sexual partners, just because usually I would just tell them, it's okay, you don't need to continue. And most of them would just stop. Don't listen to her when she says that. Keep going. (laughs) This is that. 
And it really took, it was, I think, maybe three years into our relationship. I wasn't really even, it was, that's kind of how it was. It was like, well, she likes her role for a few minutes and then we move on to something else. We, we prepare her and stuff, but there was never any like coming in his mouth or anything like that. And then one day while we were on vacation and relaxing and just Kevin decided to go for it. It didn't matter what I would say, like, oh, it's been too long. Are you okay or anything? He just went for it. And it probably took about 45 minutes, honestly. So if you're wondering, like, how long, what are we talking about here? Probably 25 minutes, 30, 45 minutes would be absolutely normal for women. All the porn movies that show you that she starts moaning at the first lick <laughs> are pretty much <laughs> fake. And I'm not going to say some women can't come quickly from oral because some can. And I do think it has to do with how much she's masturbated with her clit and knows how to make it work with her body. Because then what I started was to understand what it took and then to give myself permission to relax. And I don't think I've ever taken that long again, but there are days where it's a little bit longer, especially if I'm in my head versus if I'm already turned on. Uh, but the, the fact that I know that it doesn't matter because Kevin always says it like, take your time. Remember your free magic little words that you need to tell her. This really helps. Yeah, and so the, the sort of ending to that story is, is that once you got what you needed as far as the process and once mm -hmm. you were able to really access your orgasm through oral sex, now you, you have an orgasm pretty much every time. Absolutely. Pretty much every time. And, you know, I never, I never gave you a lot of oral sex because you didn't like it all that much, <laughs> but I, I liked it. So the day that you're referring to on vacation, I just, that's just what I wanted to do. It goes back to number one that we talked about. I'm like, you know what? I mean, I know you like it at least to some extent, so it's not torture having <laughs> you sit there and go through that, but that's just what I wanted to do. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to keep going, even if it's not, you know, her most amazing perfect, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. And then we realized it got you there. Mm -hmm. And now I've been asking for it. Yeah, I know. Now you actually ask for it. <laughs> wow. What a, what a whole like shift. So we're going to get into our tips and techniques because this is probably what you've been waiting for. But as always, the preparation is so important. But before we do that, we are going to um, give a little break to our sponsors. So research suggests that CBD products may improve libido by reducing anxiety. And by the way, CBD is not psychoactive. It does not get you high. A recent survey of 5,398 Americans from Remedy Review, a website that focuses on CBD and natural health remedies, found that 9.3% of respondents have taken CBD for sex. The majority of those respondents say their orgasms were more intense after taking CBD. So if you're interested in experimenting with CBD in your sex life, we have found a top quality CBD product for you. Their full-spectrum CBD comes from premium, sustainably farmed hemp plants, which are processed in the United States. Plus, they have no harmful solvents, chemical toxic compounds, or impurities. They are good. So to get up to 51% off while supplies last, go to selenremy.com forward slash go forward slash CBD. Again, that's selenremy.com forward slash go forward slash CBD. And the link will also be in the description below. All right. Welcome to our new sponsor. <laughs> okay. So, so first we gave you 
the sort of preparation stuff. Then we talked about some of the stuff that goes on in women's minds when they're trying to relax and receive. Now we're going to talk about some more specific tips. Like, because mm-hmm. people always want to know, like, well, what do I do? And, and there's all these things. Oh, you, you do the alphabet over the clit or you do that. There's like all this stuff. Most of it's just complete fucking nonsense, mm-hmm. right? So we thought we would give you some good tips for how to actually do it. I think you should go with number one, Kevin. Okay. (laughs) This one, so this is funny because this one is one I absolutely agree with. And it's also the first thing that Eric Everhard said when we were Mm -hmm. having a conversation with him. Absolutely. When we were talking to him about, you know, what's the difference between, you know, sex as portrayed in porn Mm -hmm. and sex as in real life, you Mm -hmm. know, and this is one of the first examples he gave. So what I wrote is don't just get close and stick your tongue out. Right. So like what you see in oral sex all the time, and it's just because, or I should say porn movies, is because it makes a good shot. You see a guy, he gets close to it, right? And then he sticks his tongue out and he's like flicking the clitoris with his tongue or maybe licking, you know, kind of like a dog. But (laughs) but the reason is, is because if you really do oral sex the way oral sex is really done, you can't see anything on camera. Mm -hmm. And that that, that comes straight from one of the most, like, all-time Hall of Fame porn stars will tell you that. Like, he says that when he goes down on a woman, like, for real, he's not sticking his tongue out from two inches away, right? He's like, he's in there. So the idea is, cover use your mouth to just cover the vagina especially all around the clit like get in there you know you can breathe through your nose don't worry about it mm-hmm. yeah you've got to learn that uh, nose breathing technique there let's talk about clitoris because really when it comes to technique and oral sex for her is to follow the clit but you also need to understand the clit a little bit so most people are familiar with the clitoris as this little pointy thing that sticks out, like the little iceberg, and they're like, oh, that's the clit. Well, it's got so much more, and I wish I had remembered to take my like anatomical clitoris to show to all the ones that are watching this show on YouTube rather than listening. But if you are listening, let's just do it this way. You've got the head of the clitoris. Oftentimes, there is a hood over the clitoris. Think of it just very similar to a penis. And it's got this body of the clitoris, the shaft, and the clitoris has legs that go deep inside her vagina. So that's why when you are stimulating her clitoris, and a lot of people are talking about, oh, clitoral orgasms versus vaginal orgasm versus cervical orgasms. Are they all the same? Are they different? And this is where it gets confusing and because everything is interconnected. And what I can tell you, they feel different in the body. And I think it has more to do with the nerves and where they go, because we have like different nerves that innerve different parts and go into the brain for our orgasms. The clitoral um, orgasms will feel different than a vaginal or cervical. However, the clitoris, because of its legs that go deep down, can stimulate and kind of wraps around the G-spot area. So it can also feel good inside and be all connected. So remember, when you are thinking about the clitoris, it's not just a little button that's on top that you want to play with. you got to think of it um, and how in terms of how it reacts as well. And I think I'll, I'll talk about this right now, even though we talk, we, say, we have it later, but I feel it's appropriate. She can fake an orgasm with her sound, but her body can't fake an orgasm or reaction. So the clitoris, now that you know, is so much closer to the way a penis looks 
because even in utero, they both look the same and then it morphs into different things. And so that's kind of the remnants. These are clitoris. It means it gets engorged and it gets hard. So when you are going down on a woman and Kevin will say that, uh, you let us listeners know about it. Like, do you feel it? You're supposed to feel it. There's going to be an engorgement so you'll see it, but also under your tongue, her clitoris will harden just like a good old boner. But think of it as a lady boner. So this is what you want to look for. Very important. Yeah. And we'll talk more about the signs and things to pay attention to. But yes, you are correct. The clitoris will actually grow in size. It'll get mm. a little harder and then you'll definitely have swelling around the, the vagina. So that's a sign that what you're doing is working. <clears throat> but I think you should go also to number three since you're talking about following the clit. Yeah, you also want to sometimes think about other places that could feel good. So the fourchette, which is basically the end part of... Um, like at the bottom of her introitus, just before the perineum. So it's kind of that V shape there. That's what's called the fourchette. And it can feel really good for some women when you uh, lick it there and sometimes even put some pressure on her perineum. So it might be a little too much with the tongue, but you could use your thumbs to do something there on the perineum. And then the urethra and just below the clits can also feel really good. I was very surprised to feel the sensations around my urethra, which is the pee hole. And it can be a little bit hard to find, but Depending on the women's anatomy, it's easier, but this area can also feel really good. And then think of it too is it can feel nice to have her labia sucked on and like as something different. It's not what's going to get her there, but it could be a nice little like lick of the neighborhood and waking things up. Yeah, yeah. we've got some ideas to try later on. Mm -hmm. Let's actually remember the labia one because that's actually not on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So number four, women prefer rhythmic motions. (laughs) If you've ever gone down on a woman, you've most likely figured this out already. But if you haven't, you know, you you try different moves and it's not so much the move because, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more later. But, you know, what she likes in any given moment or any given session will be different. Mm -hmm. But um, in general, if you find a move that she likes keep doing it, right? Mm-hmm. So the, there's that rhythmic motion. And you'll, you'll tell because you'll be doing the rhythmic motion and she'll be getting into it, getting into it, getting into it. And then you'll change and do something else and her whole body will change. Yeah, that's the problem with changing is literally when you find something that works, sticks to, stick to it literally because it will help her. If you change, it will make her go back down and you'll have to redo all of the work. And it's okay. It's not just about making her calm or going fast, but understand the principles. And when you think of a vibrator... What a vibrator does is that it never gets tired and it just delivers the same amount of stimulation pressure in that specific spot. Yeah. And if you've ever watched a woman masturbate, you'll notice that they tend to do the same thing, right? So they find their move that's working for them and they just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. So that was actually our number six, which is if you find a move that's working, stick with it. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what the move is. And keep in mind that you know, what worked five minutes ago mm, might not be working now. Mm-hmm. And if you tried something, you know, when you first started um, and it wasn't working, it might work again later on. And the thing that worked last time that absolutely did it this time might not be working at all. So you have to be willing to try different things and change it up. Mm-hmm. So 
we talked already about uh, paying attention, but that was our tip number five, like kind of to give it to you, but pay attention to how she reacts to certain moves because some things will work better, right? And then remember that um, she can't fake really her body reaction. She can fake the ooh, the ah, the ah, or whatever thing she's doing, but watch her body. And if you see that her clit is becoming engorged and feels that it hardens underneath your tongue, if you see that her labias are changing color, going darker and being engorged as well, whatever you're doing is working. And maybe sometimes her head is not there fully where she's thinking I'm not turned on but her body is there which happens a lot a lot of women are disconnected from what's truly happening where um, they did a study with uh, women and men watching porn and you know how they always say that guys get turned on so much faster and it takes longer for women in reality the women reacted within the same amount of time than the men in their genitals and in their brain they could see the same thing happening but it took longer for the women to to realize that that was happening in their body. And this is what you're working against when you are talking about oral sex and going down on her. It's her head, it's her mind, it's calming down the fear and it's helping her, her connect with her body and feel what's truly already happening, what is already there. Yeah, and that's why also in this one, when we're saying pay attention, and we mentioned this before, um, but it may take some time right? So if you do a particular move and she's not really responding much, just give it time, you know, come back to try something else, you know, experiment around till you find what she likes and then come back to it later on because later on it may be a completely different moment and experience for her. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a good time. We want to give you some ideas to try on the clitoris. There is not one recipe that fits all because some clitoris are more sensitive than others. Some clitoris have a hood that's more prominent than others. Some women like it more or less. I mean, so many things, right? Now, one thing when you are looking at a clitoris and you were to break it into a four quadrants, meaning there's her upper left, lower left, upper right and lower right, most women tend to prefer, well, not prefer that, I should say, the way the nerves are innerved, the upper left, her upper left, is oftentimes the most sensitive. So some women go straight to that because they love that, while for others, because it's too much, they will prefer it on the right side. So it's interesting to know that, that that upper left for her tends to be the most sensitive. Some women will take it, some women won't. And in terms of what to do on the clitoris, I'm going to share with the first thing because that's my favorite. <laughs> my favorite move on my clit is circles. I love circles. Whether I am using a vibrator, I will make a circular motion. Whether I'm using my fingers, I'll make a circular motion. And just, you know, in preparation for this show the other day, I had Kevin go down on me just so I could like really feel things and come like be... Up to date. It's how dedicated we are to this show and you as an audience. Yes, yes, absolutely. So we take it so seriously. And after that, we were talking about what he did. And I was like, oh, you know which one I really loved? So he does this move where he basically circles my clit with his tongue. and But there's a little flick that happens where I was like, there's this little like, there's a circle and there's, there's just a little flick like this. And oh, I love this so much. I don't know. You should explain this better. I don't know if I'm doing a good <laughs> job, but it feels really good. And I'm starting to feel really hot right now right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you basically described it. It's, it's, it's 
it's circling around, but it, it never really goes a hundred percent around. That last little bit kind of like just like gives a, it a little gentle flick, like a transverse movement or something. I don't even yeah. know if you're really paying attention to where it goes, but there's that little flick. That little flick is the winner. I love the circle, but then that little flick, just what it does is that it tells my body, you get used to the same stimulation over and over. And that little flick just wakes me up enough to not get too used to the move and to appreciate it more. Yeah. And that's actually our second idea to try, which is to lightly flick the clitoris. Now I had to say lightly, because <laughs> if you tell a guy to flick the clitoris, he's going to go over there and like hitting it like it's a speed bag. Right? <laughs> No, no, no. Lightly. If she's really in the mood for it, you can go a little harder. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you could try something again with an up and down motion of that or side to side and flicking it. It's, it's up to you like what works best and up to her to see how she reacts and how her clit reacts. Because again, you have to watch when does her clit start to get more engorged and be like, ooh, I'm responding. And there's this little like movement that happens. All right, and next on the list is to lightly suck the clitoris. Now, again, I say lightly, and, you know, this depends on your woman, but I know I like to suck on your clitoris. Mm -hmm. And you like it, but it's super intense for Mm -hmm. you, and sometimes you're like, "Ah, that's that's all I can take. (laughs) Yeah, so what I think works best when you're sucking the clit, because it feels really good, it's to slow it down. And if you can slow it down, it's a little bit easier to take it because, again, it can be so sensitive, but it can feel really good. And then you can speed it up a little bit or increase the intensity, but start lighter because it's easier to increase it. But if you've gone too fast, too far, too quickly, it will make her shut down. And so it's better to go slower and increase for her body to remain open. All right. Number four. Well, you can also use your finger. I mean, you know, dummy, we're sure you know what you're doing, but like your tongue is not the only thing you can use and having a finger penetrating her, applying pressure on her G-spot area while you are like licking her clit. Remember how our clit anatomy, the clit has the legs. So now you're connecting the outside, the outer of the clitoris with the inside part of the clitoris by being inside and also adding the G-spot. So it's a lot of very good sensations. Yeah, some women really like it and some women are like, yeah, it's a bit much. Exactly, exactly. Let's talk about... Oh, I want you to talk about tip number five. I think it's a really good one. (laughs) Number five, use your voice to create vibration. Mm -hmm. You know, mm, anybody here remember from like, I don't even know, 30 years ago at this point, (laughs) Uh, Howard Stern had a a listener take one of her uh, stereo speakers and put it on the floor and had her straddle it. And then he was humming into the radio with his deep voice and she starts screaming and having an orgasm. It's one of the, one of the very first things he ever did that got him thrown off the air. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because it worked. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So try the vibration because it's unusual. Most people don't use that. So whether you use like a, the, the deep sound and cover your mouth, or you could even use your hand and place palm flat and do a vibration of a shaking too. Um, That could be something cool. Now, I wanted to end today's show with a debate here, Kevin. I don't know if it's a debate. Uh Should we say Mm -hmm. flat tongue versus pointed pointed tongue? What do you think is best? And then what do I think is best? 
both depending on the technique that you are using. Mm. So for certain techniques, say the circular motion, mm-hmm. the more pointed tongue works very well. Because it's a more precise little tip, Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe like if you're doing, I don't know, the fauchette or some other area like that, maybe a more flatter, broader stroke mm-hmm. might work. Yeah. Don't think of, of a pussy as an ice cream cone, though. Like, really don't. I mean, I think precise is good, but the, the bigger lick sometimes will feel really good. I have to say, when you've been like zooming onto the clit and I'm about to explode, and then sometimes you move the attention elsewhere and do a few good legs or to tease my fourchette or slightly like put a finger inside you go like it adds so much like it's it's amazing because it's sensitizing every single area i know you told mm-hmm. me to bring back the labia to the tips and technique oh, did yes. you have a particular tip you wanted to give there to our listeners well the tip is don't forget the labia <laughs> huh? it's like a guy saying don't forget the balls <laughs> Don't forget the labia. (laughs) Wow. Well, we managed to keep this show within our timing. We gave you a lot, a lot. So ultimately, don't go crazy. You don't need to do... Please, the alphabet is the stupidest thing. Don't even play with that. Get your free things, like your circles, your lightly flick, and your suck, and you are good to go. And be creative. Maybe you'll come up with something else that's not on the list. Like Mm -hmm. try stuff and see what works. Pay attention and see what is actually really doing it for her. All right, everybody. If you can do those things, you will be considered an oral sex god or goddess, by the way. If you're a woman and you like to go down on other women, these things all still apply. Every single one of them. (laughs) So you will be considered a god or goddess of oral sex. Mm -hmm. All right, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab Podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>